Hello and welcome to the Blast from Our Past podcast. We're the podcast that gives you full-on movie reviews, TV breakdowns, and recastings. We're not doing any of that shit today. <laughs> we are at the Long Beach Comic Con, and today we are going to give our top 10 comic book heroes and comic book villains. This is something that seemed a little fun to do while we're here at Comic Con, a little kind of bonusy content, if you will, and since we're kind of surrounded by it, it felt poignant. We do talk about comic books a lot. Uh, a lot of the movies that we watch are based on comic books, and that's a huge thing right now. So, And a lot of our and castings have been yes, just comic book uh, groups and characters yeah. that we want to see turn into movies, so, so. it kind of makes sense. And we want to try and get more content out there anyway, so we're just trying to figure out any and all ways we can get <laughs> content out to you. So, as we mentioned, we are going to do our top ten Comic book heroes and comic comic book villains separately. So two lists. It's not yeah. it's not one list. It's yes. two. Yes. So we're going to be going one full list of our favorite villains and then yeah. following it up with our favorite heroes. Uh, one thing I do want to do a caveat towards that is John and I used to read comic books quite a bit. I haven't read in a little while. Yeah, same. It's been a while. I've I've picked up a few here or there. I, I read a little bit of uh, Batgirl. I got back into Red Sonja. Started rereading uh, the Infinity Crusade series. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is a series that Adam and I have a fondness for. Yes. Um, it's not considered particularly the best one of the sort of Infinity <laughs> no. series, but it's 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 special to us just because of the nostalgia factor. I think it's factor. the third best of the three series. Of the three, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but I, lo- I love yeah. it just because I had a lot of fun reading it. Yeah. And just so people know, John and I typically have read more Marvel than DC. I don't know if that will show up on our list or not. A little bit. It does on mine too, a little yeah. bit. So... Just as a heads up, you know, don't hate us. Yeah. We don't, don't, don't scream at us. We haven't read every comic book out there. We're sorry yeah. about that. But this is our favorites. Yes. So if you want to talk about your favorites, please do so in the comments or create your own podcast and talk about it. <laughs> that would be awesome. So and we'll listen. Yes, and we'll listen. All right, let's start with villains, John. All right. All right. Uh, let's just do like a back and forth. How about okay? You go first, and then I'll go, and then we'll just keep okay. going down like that. Um, I had a hard time sort of quantifying where I thought they were going to go, so I'm going to do my best. Uh, I'm going to start with a villain that has uh, shown up in at least one movie and at least one TV show recently, and I love her because of the weapons she uses, and because of partially because of my love of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Even though this, even though she has nothing to do with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, she uses badass size. Mm. My number ten villain is Elektra. Oh, Elektra. She's kind of like that mix. Could be a villain at sometimes. Could yes. be a hero at sometimes. And oddly enough, a lot of my list is people who kind of can play, can fall into the anti-hero or uh, the villain role. Not all of them, but a lot of them do. Yeah. Um, I went mostly the opposite and went with like strictly <laughs> people and like the the mix people. I don't really didn't really choose at all that's okay but i did actually speaking of anti-heroes i do want to call out we made a caveat for this this list or these lists and that is john john and i are our favorite comic book character period is deadpool and been that way since the mid 90s when we were introduced to him exactly we we've been reading his run for a long time i haven't been keeping up with it recently but i've read more deadpool than anything else and john has too i imagine yep. so we decided no deadpool on this list we yep. just can't have him uh, because it's too obvious he would be at the top of the yeah. uh, probably both lists yeah very likely <laughs> cool 
cool. a good call. I don't think we're going to have, again, with these top tens, I'm not going to yell at you. Right. So, for <laughs> your, you know, it's a shitty list. Because these are our favorites. So. Yeah. Unless you choose, like, Taylor Swift or something. No. Let me change my list real quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So, my number 10 villain, is, my number 10 villain is a character who looks incredibly cool. He has a fantastic costume. Um, also, a really cool vibe about him, and just in general, he is very intimidating, mainly because he beats up on kids a lot. And they're not just kids, they're teens. They're teen titans. And he was also the inspiration for our favorite character, Deadpool. I went with Deathstroke, because okay. he is a badass <laughs> character. That's awesome. <laughs> Did you see... What a uh, dick, he beats up on I know, kids. <laughs> I know. Did you see the Teen Titans Go movie? Probably I not, not. No. I did because my kids wanted to go, I, yeah. and it is. It's. I thought it was really funny and full of all kinds of references. Yeah. Okay. And uh, he plays the villain in that, and I actually really liked it. I, okay. I like the sort of campiness of it. Yeah. Uh, I typically with most of those cartoon or the animated shows, I don't always seem to watch them. I'll just listen to a review right. uh, from Dynamic Duel or something like that. Right. Plug Dynamic Duel. You guys are awesome. But. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he's. I mean, he's been the main Teen Titans villain for a while. For, for a long time, and so yeah, he. But he's awesome. I also, I tried to keep most of my list confined to like what I've read in the comics. Yeah. But also things get seeped in there from other pop culture things. Right. Like, of course. You know, we, we grew up with Batman animated series as right. well as uh, the X Men animated series, and like some of my love for these characters, both either the villains or the heroes, has come from those yeah, kind of things. Exactly. And I do really like uh, Manu Benet as Deathstroke. From the yeah. Arrow series? Yes, I did exactly. too. I actually really liked him. So he pro- that probably influenced me a little bit. Cool. Number nine villain. My number nine villain, oddly enough, is another Daredevil villain. Even though I actually didn't read a whole ton of Daredevil comics, um, he also showed up a lot in Spider-Man. And I think my love for him comes more from watching the Spider-Man animated series that came on in the mid-90s. Not the early 80s one. The mid-90s. And he was recently played incredibly by Vincent D'Onofrio. Uh, I went with Kingpin. Yeah, Kingpin is, is fun. And he was like the main villain of the animated series, I would say, of the yeah. Spider-Man animated series. Yeah. And that's kind of also, I've read some Daredevil, but... Probably what I know most about Kingpin comes from that series right. as well. And then also the Daredevil series uh, from Netflix, which is yes. fantastic. So, yeah. yeah, I like that. I like that call. My number nine villain is someone who's had uh, a very deep and dark past with one of the most popular comic book heroes of all time, Wolverine. And he was, in my opinion, played very well by uh, Leif Schreiber. The only one of the only good parts about the X-Men Origins <laughs> film, which was a piece of utter shit and poo and crap and everything, excrement. But besides that, also from the X-Men animated series, I really enjoyed that dynamic. There's a good dynamic between Sabretooth and Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just it's fun. They're they're not really brothers, but I know they've kind of had that before in like that X-Men shitty origins movie, but they even they act like brothers even if they aren't really blood brothers and it's yeah. but they have like severe hatred for each other I mean to the <laughs> point that Wolverine cut off Sabretooth's head right. to kill him <laughs> but it's fantastic he is yeah he's he is so aggressive and intimidating that um, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to fuck with Sabretooth <laughs> so yeah so he is my that's, number nine that's very choice cool we're going to number eight number eight all right number eight 
My number eight is a Batman villain who isn't always a villain, and I love the complexity about her. And that's Catwoman. Mm. I've always loved the character of Catwoman because she can be all kinds of things. She can be good. Yeah. She can be malicious. She can be sexual. She can be not sexual. It can like you can play that character a whole bunch of different ways. And I like the versatility. And I've liked the different iterations. Um, not necessarily the Halle Berry iteration. Um, <laughs> I like the I, look of that Halle Berry iteration. Personally. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Honestly, I just like Halle Berry. I, yeah, there you go. I do have a fondness for the Michelle Pfeiffer version. Yeah. Even though it, it's a little strange. I liked Anne Hathaway's Catwoman okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have liked a little bit more out of the uniform. So, yeah. So, my I went with Catwoman. Nice. Uh, I like that call. I didn't put her on my list. I'll just go ahead and say because she has very anti-hero yeah. qualities. I wasn't sure where I would want to put her anyway. But... I did want to call out that my favorite Catwoman style of any of like her costumes uh-huh. and her drawings particularly is Tim Sale, how he drew her in Long Halloween, which she was, she had that purple suit mm-hmm. and she was very muscular. She looks intimidating. She looks really, really jacked that she could fight yeah. Batman and work and it would work yes and i like i like that she makes a good foil for batman because because of you know his sort of some semi code of honor she can exploit that in ways that maybe other yeah. characters can't yeah which makes her a great villain yeah when she wants to be that outright villain i like that uh my number eight villain is someone who is just downright fucking nuts <laughs> and that's that's his whole shtick basically is he is mentally unstable. He uses that to his advantage to create different things with his body from his symbiote that's on him that just are so interesting and unique and brutal. He is fucking brutal. And that's kind of what I like about him. He's just, he's insane. He can do pretty much anything as long as he has that Carnage symbiote. So I went with Carnage, Carnage. Uh, a.k.a. Cletus Cassidy specifically. Um, yeah, that that Carnage is so fucking cool. That's cool, and I almost put Carnage on my list, mm. and I just I ultimately decided not to, just because there were a lot of choices I could go with. Um, but I like that call. I like the call a lot. All right, so we're on to what are we on? Number seven. Mm-hmm. All right, number seven. So for my number seven, uh, I went with someone with a tragic backstory who makes you feel for him. If you don't condone what he does, you at least understand where he comes from. Uh, and that's because he survived the Holocaust. I went with Magneto. Oh, okay. Yeah. He is a very, very tough customer. He's got, I think, one of the coolest power sets as well. I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, in this day and age where metal is everywhere, and you know, he can, he can, fuck, he can fuck anybody up. Yeah. <laughs> I like that call. I don't know if I like that call so down low on the list, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair, but remember, these are favorites. Yeah, true. Well, I hate your favorites. <laughs> uh, all right. My number seven is a villain that I don't know a lot of people know. He's not from one of the major comic books. He is from a series that I absolutely fucking love called Fables. And he was one of the initial... He was like the, the main villain at the beginning of the series where he basically made you know his conquest and his takeover of the Fables planet they had to basically leave and go to Earth or their dimension or whatever you want to call it 
but uh, basically, I went with the adversary, aka Geppetto. Okay. Um, and he he is it was so good, like that storyline which lasted for a good while on the Fables run was so interesting, and when it was revealed that it was Geppetto was pretty badass as well. Like he he's like his villainous qualities just created that whole world that I absolutely really enjoy those comics. So without him, you wouldn't have that dynamic mm-hmm. of the of the Fables being in uh, on Earth anyway. So. He's and he's really cool. Like I, I'm a big fan. I don't think That's, you've read that. But. I actually I bought the first two volumes mm. of sort of the the graphic novel editions, um, but have not read them. Oh. So I have to find them. them. I have to find them and read them. Mm-hmm. So I, I bought Fables and Grimm okay. to start reading, but I hadn't I hadn't I haven't actually gotten to reading yeah. either of them. It is it is worth the time for the Fables in my opinion. Cool. So if you don't like. Uh, that my number seven was so low on my list. You may not like that my number six is so low on my <laughs> list. Uh, uh, and that was, I went with someone who is also clinically insane. I went with the Joker. Oh, wow. That is very low on the <laughs> list. Wow, son. Damn, boy. And that, I mean, do you, do you even comic book? <laughs> the Joker, number six. It's crazy. Uh, I mean, crazy. there's not too much to say about you know why I like the Joker. You know, yeah. he's a good character. There's, again, there's so much you can do with him. There are just other villains that I like more. And yes, a lot of the fact that I'm much more of a Marvel fan than a DC fan does play into that factor. So, all right, my number six is Joker. Okay. All right. Yeah, I don't like that one. Uh, <laughs> you don't. I mean, like, I like the I like the Joker. Like I just don't like him as number six. That's fine. So I almost made him number ten. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. And I was like, no, he deserves to be higher right. than that. For my number six, I'm going with a Spider-Man villain who is emotionally disturbed to the point that he killed himself. And this is one of the greatest storylines in comic book history, in my opinion. He couldn't kill Spider-Man, and he killed himself. He basically committed Harry Carey. Uh, he has a lot of depth to him that I think some other villains don't have and also it, it, it may not have lasted as long as other villains but I also love the run that he had in the Spider-Man animated series and that partly is why I like him so much mm-hmm. I went with Craven the Hunter oh. as my number six okay. I think he's, he's very interesting a very interesting villain cool, uh, not someone I'm overly familiar with but that's good that's why it makes this our favorites list because yeah. I, I know I at least have one person in here I don't think you'll even know who it is. Probably. So, so, oh, that's cool. That's good. And I, and I like that it's not just a standard mm-hmm. villain. Yep. All right. My number five is, uh, again, we're with a lot of people who play who can play the anti-hero role. Although this one is has mostly been known as a villain or a villainess. I have a lot of women in my villains list. Because mm-hmm. um, women are evil. That's one thing I've learned. Love you, honey. I'm still married. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, but I, she's got one of the coolest powers and a fairly tragic backstory. And it's just a fun character in most of the iterations she's been in. The latest iteration on, on film I've not been a huge fan of, but uh, I still love the character, and that's Mystique. Oh, yeah. She's a cool character. She was. I, I agree that I liked her much better on the 
animated series. series. And then, yeah, they just, she got oversaturated. Like, yeah. just basically because Jennifer Lawrence blew up so much, they were like, well, how can we just constantly she, have Jennifer Lawrence in these kinda, movies? She kind of became Marvel's Harley Quinn almost. Yeah, yeah. Too much of it. I just, yeah, I didn't like. I, I liked Rebecca Romaine's yeah. iteration of yeah. her. I liked that, um, you know, whether or not you liked the fact that she was basically nude the whole time. I liked that she was sort of silent for mm-hmm. most of it. Even though she just, you know, there should be a little bit more to that than that. But she seemed, it made her seem more menacing. Yeah. The fact that she that she used her face to communicate more than her voice. There was, there was too much talking from Mystique and just too much Mystique in general yeah. and, from these more recent yeah. movies. So. Yeah. But okay. I like Mystique. I think it's a good call. Cool. Good call. Uh, my number five is also an X-Men villain. Uh, he's extremely powerful. He has a really cool look to him. Um, he's got all these like tubes and shit around him, and he can pretty much do anything because he is the first mutant. I went with Insubanur Apocalypse. That's he a is great really one. awesome. That's yeah. great. It hit the uh, that run, the uh, Age of Apocalypse, yeah. the Four Horsemen mm-hmm. stuff was one of my favorite, and one of the ones that really got me to dive into the X Men comics because mm-hmm. I, I happened to read one of the issues in that storyline. I was like, I've got to find these other issues yeah. to, re- to read when, when I was. I don't know, probably fourteen or fifteen, and really sort of still diving into that stuff. So it's, it's an amazing choice. I love Apocalypse. <laughs> oh, do you? Yes. <laughs> Maybe we'll find out a little bit later how much you love him. <laughs> I'm just, just guessing from how you're chatting. Um, uh, yes, you're going to find out because he was actually my number four choice. Oh wow! So okay. he's my next one on the list. Um, he's that so evil, he's cool type thing. Yeah. A powerful villain. Doesn't give a shit about anything. No, I mean, I, he, he, I like that he he sticks to only the strongest survive. Like yes. that is his thing. Yeah. And and he thinks mutants are the ones like yeah that should be surviving. They should be killing everybody because they're fucking mutants and they're right. awesome. And he's he's pretty damn cool. Yeah. So I mean, I really don't have too much more to add to that because you no. pretty much said it. But yeah, Apocalypse. He's my number nice. four. Number four. Cool. I like that. Uh, my number four was, is a villain. Is a Spider-Man villain who is. Without question, the coolest Spider-Man villain. He just has a fantastic look, which is basically Spider-Man, but bigger, better, faster, stronger, meaner, angrier. I love him. I'm somewhat excited about the movie coming out. (laughs) I'm not sure I'm fully excited about the movie coming out. But I do think the look of this Venom is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Not much more to say. He, He, The symbiote quality and how much it ties in with Spider-Man and Mm -hmm. how much... To me, the Venom character, just how he, how he hates Spider-Man so much, and how much like they really are a part of each other. Uh-huh. It, I like that aspect. Yeah, and he just looks awesome. I don't really care about his anti-hero stuff. I don't really give a shit about him being like a mercenary or right. being like a good guy. I don't yeah. care. I don't give a fuck about that. Yeah. my Venom is an evil fucking guy, yeah. <laughs> and I like my Venom to be bad. So yeah. that's my that's my number that's four. That's cool. That's a good choice. I haven't been able to get myself on the the Venom bandwagon really mm. at all. Um, I liked him in the I liked him in the comics and then the animated series and I think it's a fun a fun storyline. Um, but actually he didn't make my list at all. Oh wow. So I'm shocked. And I um I was uh, I did have a, a couple list of extra people and a Carnage and Venom were on that list yeah. of ones but I just ultimately I didn't end up going with them. So, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna berate you for that call okay. because he is a, he is a fantastic character. Yeah, I do like him. Uh, all right, now we're on to our top three. I'm gonna be interested to see where this goes. My number three villain just had his own movie, 
And whether or not you believe it was his movie doesn't matter because it was definitely his movie. I went with Thanos. Okay. Yeah, it was definitely his movie. It was definitely it was a Thanos movie. They yep. may have called it the Avengers, but it should have been <laughs> it should have been Thanos. Yeah. yeah. Should have just called it Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that's what it was. It was um, good. He's his his um his role in in the Infinity series is great. It makes for a good story because when you need to bring together all the characters to defeat one villain, mm-hmm. that's an epic villain. Yeah. True. So that's my number three, it's Thanos. Okay. Well, uh my last top three are all characters you've already talked about. Okay. So you had them in uh, lower lower tiers, but uh, I'll start my, my number three. Fantastic villain. He is the greatest X-Man villain. X-Men villain. Um, he's super powerful. I couldn't take you know I couldn't put Apocalypse above him, even though he looks very cool. But Magneto is somebody who has a very great storyline. His the depth that he has as an actual character is mm-hmm. really interesting, and his relationship with Professor X is particularly interesting that he has yeah there's just a lot to him and he's done some fucked up shit and and hell he just like you know said all right fuck all you stuff people I'm gonna go make my own island or my own spaceship you know with for my own uh, (laughs) villains or for my own mutants people and whatnot you know I'm I'm gonna create the savage land or fuck it I'm gonna just gonna you know have this asteroid and build a fucking place for a utopia for my uh, mutant friends and whatnot (laughs) and then also I'm gonna wreak havoc because I'm the fucking badass villain and yeah he's He's super cool. So cool. anyway, uh, Magneto is my number three. Awesome. Cool. All right. Going on to number two. My number two is likely somebody you've never heard of. And actually, I almost didn't want to call him a villain because he's actually the hero of his own story. Literally, the comic book is named after him and he is the main character. But he's pretty much a villain, mm-hmm. even though he's the hero of the story. So I, I decided to put him on my villains list also because I had so many people on my heroes list, but I wanted to put him on there. So I was like, you know what? I'll just make him on my, my villains list because yeah. I love this character. And it's actually kind of a, a lesser known comic, dark comic, uh, written in the late 90s, early 2000s. And that is the character Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. I have no idea about this character. I can give zero input, <laughs> but he's got a great name. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Um kicking myself because I cannot off the top of my head remember the name of the guy who, who wrote the series. Uh, he wrote that and another series called Squee which was based off of a character from Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. There's a little boy named Squee um, who Johnny sort of befriends slash torments but it's a, if, if you have a dark, dark sense of humor, you will like Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. Nice. Uh, if you have children, do not read this to yeah. Well, if we so. find a booth that has that sells any Johnny the Homicidal, Homicidal Maniac comics while we're out here, I will probably have to pick one up then. There you go. All right. Uh, number two. My number two is a villain who is one of the greatest villains of all time. You somehow only ranked him number six, <laughs> but he is just, he's freaking incredible. <laughs> he constantly torments Batman. He constantly has like an upper edge at times, which is so interesting to get that above Batman, and he was perfectly voiced by Mark Hamill in the Batman animated series and many in many other series. I went with the Joker. Joker's, he's fucking killer. Yeah. I, I absolutely, he's a, it's, a, it's a killing joke, really. Uh, <laughs> ah, woo, I see what you did there. That's oh. a bad, that's bad, I know. 
Oh, man, that joke paralyzed me. <laughs> How awkward. <laughs> anyway, uh, the Joker's freaking great. Uh, he's, he's a fantastic mastermind, and yeah, so I, I had to go him for my number two. That's cool. I, I will remind you, these are our favorites, not necessarily yeah, who we think are the greatest. No, 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 Joker is one of my favorites because yeah. I absolutely love his stuff. I'm, I'm um, more defending yeah. my position than, okay. than berating yeah, your right, position. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Number one, probably not going to – well, if you didn't agree that my Joker was number six, you're probably not going to like my, my number one. But this guy, he just – he oozes cool. And I use ooze specifically because my number one villain is the Shredder. Okay. I, he's yeah. just – he's a badass. <laughs> ooze is cool. <laughs> He looks. He looks good. I thought you were it, gonna say Ivan Ooze from uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. No, <laughs> that, <laughs> that would have been terrible. Bit. I would have flipped bit. this table over and left you. <laughs> no, so I went with the Shredder. Okay, Shredder's cool. I thought about him. I didn't. I didn't end up putting him on my list. But yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna shit on that call. So that's good. Uh, my number one is a villain who wreaked havoc across the universe, and in my opinion, has a lot of depth that most people don't give him credit for. Um, they showed some depth, uh, some good depth in the in the Avengers film, but I really, really liked the aspect that he is just madly in love with death and he will want to please her in any way that he can. And I, he, he sees to do it by killing half the universe. I wish they had found a way to incorporate yeah. that into what they were doing. They kind of I, had like the Red Skull-ish kind of be death a sort of. I mean, he looked like it a little bit but it was just it was weird i didn't i didn't care for it and they didn't grasp death i mean i mean you you understand where he's coming from in the movie yeah. but to add that that sort of the romantic love the factor, element of love baby love yeah. love conquers all and thanos <laughs> understands that yes and that's why he's willing to kill for that shit yes and that's half the universe yeah. for i'm it. I'm a romantic at heart, and so that's why I chose Thanos as my number cool. one. That, no, that's a, that's a great choice. <laughs> now we're going to do our top ten favorite comic book heroes. I'm going to start off. Uh, my number ten hero, she... I feel gets overlooked a lot, but she really stepped up in the series Days of Future Past, uh, an older version of her, but she is really powerful. She's basically a ninja. Um, Wolverine helped teach her ninjutsu, and she's got some kick-ass fighting skills that people don't understand. She's got an amazing power of phasing through shit, basically, and... She's got a little dragon that just goes around and does what you know, her little pet dragon is badass. Uh, I went with Kitty Pride. I think she's cool. really cool and really underutilized character. She is a character that I have not explored a lot, mm -hmm. and so I don't know well enough to have... I definitely didn't put her on my list, but I yeah. still don't know enough about her to even really form an opinion about her, because I need to... Uh, I need to go back and, and reread. I actually haven't read the Days of Future Past series yet. Sorry, Joseph. <laughs> You can borrow my copy. I've okay. got it. Yeah. All right. So, um, oddly enough, my number ten hero is actually a heroes. Okay. I counted them as a group. That doesn't seem proper. But you'll under, you'll understand why okay. when I say it. It, which is almost oddly ironic, considering I made their villain my number one. 
Mm. But my number ten heroes are the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. It's it was hard to pull. It was one hard to pull other, one yeah. from the other because they they really all. Are, if we're talking like in media, Raph is generally my favorite. Yeah. But uh, it was it was too hard to kind of pull all, one out of those specifically. So I figured I would just list them all together as one hero yep. for this list anyway. All right, my number nine hero of all time is someone who has multiple personalities. Uh, I've read a couple different bits of his uh, his runs. I think uh, Spectre of Moon Knight, I think it was the one that I was, was, was reading the most. But he's very interesting in that he can be fucking nuts. Or he can be brutal. He's definitely a vigilante. He's got a really cool look to him. And uh, he's almost almost like Batman for the Marvel Universe, but if Batman was really fucked up in the head. Uh, so yeah, I went with Moon Knight. I think he's pretty oh, damn cool. interesting. He almost made my list. I didn't I didn't it'll be Piglin, but I I really like I like Moon Knight a lot, so nice. no, that's a great call. That's a great call. Mine number nine um, is a very interesting dark hero that I think is due for some sort of cinematic reboot. They did have a movie in the 90s. It had a cool look to it, but the writing on it, I think, wasn't as good as it should have been. But he has an incredible cape. My number nine is Spawn. Yeah, that's a very powerful cape. I like that a lot. Uh, he looks awesome. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I haven't rewatched that movie in a long time. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it holds up. I have a bet Probably it not. doesn't. Yeah. But Spawn, I remember you had a Spawn comic. Yeah. When we were younger, and I did read it through a few times, and he, yeah, he looks he looks awesome. So yeah. I like that. Cool. Uh, number eight, my number eight hero is someone who is uh, from the Fable series. He had an incredible run while he was uh, going to basically kill the adversary, uh, at least the big puppet of the adversary, and he had this badass sword with him. He kind of came out of the blue in that series, and I don't say that lightly. That's a massive pun, because I am going with Boy Blue as uh, my eighth favorite comic book hero. He, he was That storyline really just took me back, and I'm going to go back and reread pretty much all of Fables and probably just like shit myself when I get to that section again, <laughs> because he's, he's fantastic. I can't say anything, because as I mentioned last time, I haven't read the series, so yeah. I'm just gonna have to, I'll take your, your word at it, because that's all I really have. Okay. So my number eight hero, I almost said villain, yeah. my number eight hero is, oddly enough, the only uh, girl I have on my list. Mm. Um, she is technically a Marvel character, however, she is best known as being part of the Conan series, but I love her comics. My number eight is Red Sonia. Red Sonia. She is awesome. She is badass. I've never really read her comics, so I They're didn't They're fun. I like them. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, she's got a great, very powerful, intimidating look to her. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like that call. Uh, my number seven is a female, and she has found ways to be incredibly helpful and to help her team no matter what. It doesn't matter if she is out in the field wearing her, her bat suit and kicking ass there, or if she has been paralyzed by the Joker <laughs> and is helping everybody from the console kick all the asses. Uh, I went with Oracle slash Batgirl. She's a very interesting character. I'm glad that they were able to kind of represent a handicapped community as well as someone that's a 
someone who can still kick ass and who can yeah. still be a fantastic representative and a fantastic hero and you don't have to like just oh let me get cybernetic limbs because right. that seems to happen all the time yeah i know i think that eventually did happen with her or something right. like that or she got healed somehow but you know she she was integral to every team that she was on mm -hmm. didn't matter how she did it and yeah. uh yeah i very much respect uh the character of that girl so. cool awesome so my number seven pick is probably someone you're not going to agree with and it's it's an odd pick because they actually only had a very 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 short run the character kind of came into being uh was actually transported uh i believe either back i think back in time or from another dimension or both spent a little time with the infinity watch and then disappeared after he tried to kill adam warlock and but i but i've loved this character ever since I first read him. My yeah. favorite character is Maxim. Or my yeah. number seven, I guess, number is Maxim. Seven. Yeah, Maxim uh, was very short-lived. He tried to kill Adam Warlock? Yeah, I guess it turned out he was sent back to kill him, and he had forgotten. <laughs> and then... Wow. I don't know, it's been uh, actually a while since I sounds, read that series. Sounds like shitty writing. Yeah, but, but I liked the character and his power set. He could increase his size and specifically his density. Yeah. Which was cool, because it made for... Uh, made for fun and, and I was introduced to him through the uh, series The Infinity Crusade where uh, he made very short work of Hercules yeah, um, yeah. but he I chucked him like super chucked, far yeah I know that's, that's the the Infinity Crusade is one of the books that we had when we were younger and yeah. I, we d I read that multiple times and that's, yes. that's again it's, it's the third best of the three yeah. Infinity <laughs> series but it was the first one we read. It holds a nostalgic factor that's, for and us. That's, yeah. that's why it holds a nostalgic and, and the character of Maxim is more of the nostalgic factor because yeah. he was my favorite one out of that whole series. Okay. So, All right. Yeah. I don't quite agree with it, but it's your favorite list, so Thank you. Uh, all right. Number six. If I was being honest with myself, that he would be higher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Number six. I have my number six hero as... I think one of the coolest looking comic book characters of all time. He has a sweet ass tail. He's super blue. He teleports everywhere. He he's really awesome. On top of that, he's got some depth. You know, he's got his issues with God and uh, yeah. and what whatnot. I love that they they did that. They made that about him. Yeah, make him super religious. Absolutely. I think that can add a lot of depth to a character. Yeah, and he, you know he's got a fucked up relationship with his mother. Uh, you know who doesn't because who I mentioned. Yeah, who you mentioned. Who's also blue, uh, Mystique, who is, you know, she's she's fucked everybody. Yeah. She's like almost everybody's mother, it seems like, in the Marvel <laughs> series. But it doesn't matter. Anyway, I went with Nightcrawler. He's yeah. super awesome. And honestly, uh, when I read in the Second Coming series, the X-Men uh, storyline, Second Coming, when he died, I almost I almost fucking bawled my eyes out. I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> he's fucking good. Uh, I like I like Nightcrawler a lot. Cool. No, he's, he's a great character. And I didn't think when they when they brought him in in X2, I didn't think I was going to like him played by Alan Cumming. Yeah. And actually, I liked him okay. I thought yeah. he did a very good job. Yeah. I liked him even more than okay, I'll say. All uh, right. My number six um, is a character that was, uh, I think, first introduced in the X-Men. Or I was first introduced to him in X-Men, the animated series, before I started reading his comic. He had a, an incredible run when he was paired with Deadpool in the 2000s and I went with Cable. Cable. Uh, he's a great character. Yeah. I think I liked him more in that series. Like I really grew to love him in the Cable and Deadpool series. Yeah. Um, and then kind of went back to, because 
I always knew of him and, and mm-hmm. liked him okay, but you know when the, when a character finally gets their own their own print mm-hmm. and you can dive more into their story, I think it helps. Yeah, um, and just into the personality. It doesn't even have to be into their past, into the personality. I think yeah. that helps. He worked really really well with Deadpool. Like they they were just a, a strange group of friends. Uh, you know, you wouldn't think that they would be like best friends, but they are. Right. It works really well and. I will say with Cable, his his run in the Messiah War, Messiah Complex, yes. where he had to protect Hope and yep. run around and get, basically Bishop was the villain for them, which yes. was really, really interesting. And at the end of Second Coming, when he sacrificed himself uh, and saved Hope at the end, and he died, I actually did cry. And that's why <laughs> I put him one above Nightcrawler, and, and Cable is my number five. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah. Awesome. Cool segue into that. Yeah. So I guess I'm on to my number five. My number five is probably going to be higher on a lot of other people's list. I've always said I'm much more of a, of a Marvel fan than a DC fan. However, the complexity of this character and the different stories that have been told with him, I think make him one of the most fun characters. The fact that he doesn't outright have superpowers helps his complexity. Uh, so my uh, number five is Batman. Batman. Yeah, he would be higher on most people's lists. Uh, he is a fantastic character. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> for now. For now. <laughs> okay. Number four. Uh, I am picking, uh, as my number four, one of the greatest uh, all-time comic book characters. Um, I've read multiple different runs with this guy. He has some of the best quips and snarky humor and all of comic books. He had a great animated show in the 90s that I loved as well. I'm going with Spider-Man as my number oh, four. Yeah. yeah, he's awesome. He's good. I kind of got oversaturated with Spider-Man for, yeah. for a long time and didn't read too much of his comics after a while. And um, I'm glad, especially uh, after they had so many movies. I remember it was like, oh. I was iffy when they decided they were going to bring him back or bring him into the MCU. Yeah. But I've been pleasantly surprised at how they did it. Yes. And didn't just make him the same old no. cinematic Spider-Man and they he's the first Spider-Man that actually like feels like a teenager because yes. he's fighting against these other obvious adults like and you yeah. put him next to Robert Downey Jr. he, he looks and acts like a kid yeah. which Spider-Man always is supposed to have been Tobey Maguire was like 69 years old when he played that part I think every time you say that <laughs> the age goes up but he was he was easily <laughs> 73 years old when he played that part and he I didn't believe him as a High schooler, even Andrew Garfield, same kind of thing. They just they feel too too much adults to me. Okay. That um, that Tom Holland has done a great job, and they've just done a great job incorporating him in. So yeah, cool. My number four is a DC character, mm-hmm. but don't you don't necessarily think of him as a DC character because he kind of exists in his own universe. He kind of exists in his own universe. Not really. I don't believe it's in in the DC universe, but. He's got a really cool look, kind of a cross between Private Eye and Superhero. He's a little bit of an anti-hero, but he's badass as fuck. My number four is Rorschach. Rorschach, oh, I, oh, I thought of him. He's good. Yeah. I mean, he he's definitely my favorite character from the comic book, from the, the graphic novel. Yeah. Uh, he's fantastic. He is very interesting, and I... Loved the portrayal by Jackie Earl Haley. I did too. In Watchmen. I did too. Yeah, I like that a lot. Fantastic call. Cool. All right, number three. 
I am moving uh, back to a series that you haven't read, but you've bought, and I hope you do read it. Um, but he is a really interesting character, in my opinion. In classic fables, he's the bad guy uh, because, you know, he attacked the three little pigs and almost ate Red Riding Hood. But in the comic book fables, he is a detective. He is really interesting. He is a great hero. I absolutely love him. That's the big bad wolf or commonly known as Bigsby in in the uh, in fables. So I love Bigsby. That's cool. That gets me excited to yeah. actually go read it. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And I like I like that twist on, on yeah. him. It sounds like it's going to be an amazing read. It is. It's, it's one of, I think, the best written comic book stories, like just the, the, the comic books in recent times, in mm. my opinion. But I haven't read a lot recently, but that one I couldn't not get into. Yeah. Uh, my number three is uh, a character that, oddly enough, I was introduced to through uh, trading cards. Way back in the day, Marvel had like a trading card set, kind of like baseball cards. And in the set that they had, every deck or every set had one golden card, like one character card that was sort of like, it. you know, they put a little extra art into it, a little extra glitter and sparkle, if you will. Yeah. The very first deck I opened... It was a character that I did not recognize. I didn't know who he was, but damn, did he look badass. Damn, did he sparkle. <laughs> damn, did he sparkle. But he looked so badass. And I was like, who is this guy? Mm-hmm. And turned back and read about him and his past and his history. And I'm like, oh, this guy is cool. And went and found whatever comics I could to, to read about him. And he finally, finally got put into the movie universe just for a few years ago and that's Black Panther yeah uh, he has a fantastic look to him great movie one of the earlier Avengers too I mean there's nothing you can't say he the man was lucky enough to marry Storm yes Uh, he's a lucky bastard (laughs) yes but yeah that's a good call yeah I like him he's always been he's always been sort of one of my I don't want to say hidden favorites but one of the lesser known to the mainstream characters where I'm like It'd be awesome if he ever got, you know, put in a movie or got his own movie. And it finally yeah. happened. And, it, like, seeing him in Civil War was, like, it was it was great. It yeah. was great seeing the character put up. And I thought the look was good. Uh, Chadwick Boseman does a great portrayal of him. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I'm excited to see where they'll take the character. Yeah. I think there's a lot you can do with him. I agree. All right. We're on to our top two heroes. Uh, my number two is somebody who I imagine is probably going to be in your number two. He is one of the most interesting heroes in that he has gone through some shit. He has been <laughs> fucked with more times than anyone can count. He has been poked and prodded, and his bones have been set with adamantium on top of them. And I don't like that they went back and chose to switch his claws from scientific advancement uh, additions to a biological biological bone claws which looked really weird and it certainly didn't look like if you just put adamantium over them that they would look as sleek as they they did yeah they wouldn't look like blades anyway uh, there's so much I could talk about with Wolverine if I wanted to but I'm not I'm just going to say he is my number two comic book hero of all time that's cool no he's a great choice He's, he's he's dynamic he's complex he's badass he's got He's got powers that everyone will run. Who wouldn't want to be able to have a healing factor and yeah. just call on some big blades if they if they needed them? Yes. So 
sometimes I'm trying to find a knife just to open a box. And it'd be nice <laughs> just to be able to go, ching, pull one out and exactly. just kind of just to, you know, just open that box a little bit, make it a little easier. Make that Loot Crate box open just yeah. a little bit easier. So, no, that's a good we call. Are, we are accepting sponsors, Loot Crate. <laughs> My number two hero, he's a good hero. I, I wouldn't, I don't think he's, a, he's definitely not an, I don't know if I'd call him an anti-hero. He's a hero. But you wouldn't know it to look at him. Because he looks fucking hard as shit. He wears leather, chains, and he sets his skull on fire. <laughs> My number two is Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider looks awesome. I like that call. Ghost Rider is very cool. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know much of his run. I've only read very, very minimal amount of, of Ghost Rider myself. I've read a few. Yeah. He's just I as a character, as a concept, yeah. I just love the idea. Yeah. I like the idea of you know, someone who calls up, you know, calls up the power of Hellspawn or however yeah. he does it and just <laughs> can just kick ass. Yeah, there he does. Uh, all right. We're moving on to our number ones. And, you know, with Deadpool not being an option, easily this guy was my top choice. He was your number five or six or right. whatever, like a <laughs> crazy choice. But I've read a lot of Batman, specifically graphic, graphic novels or just, you know, trade paperbacks. Um, he has the best stories of all of comics, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Long Halloween is absolutely my favorite storyline. I I love it. I love Dark Victory that come that came after it. Uh, I love so many. Hush was fantastic. There's so many Batman storylines mm-hmm. that are amazing. Yeah, and that's because he is a fucking fantastic character. Yeah, and he is my number one comic book hero of all time, other, yeah. other than Deadpool. Other than Deadpool, <laughs> yes. No, no, no. I, I, like you said, won't berate your point. I mean, he, he definitely made my list. I know he's lower than you would have thought, but he's just, he is a cool character. And, yeah. and, and I think it's the fact that he's not an alien yeah. and, and, and that he doesn't have powers. Yes, it makes him more relatable. I mean, granted, he is a billionaire, which yeah. makes him a little <laughs> less relatable, yes. but uh, it's a solid pick. Cool. Solid pick. My number one was your number two. Yeah. Um, was uh, my poo? Fuck. Your pee is my poo? <laughs> So, I'm I'm an adult, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he's he's he, again the cool factor on Wolverine, the complexity of his backstory, the 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 tragedy which which helps add to the complexity, just makes them you know he just makes them uh, someone you want to root for. No matter how bad he may act, you want to root for him. Wolverine's my number one. Yeah, it's a great choice. Cool. Uh, yeah. Overall, I think uh, I like both lists. Yep. So some surprises, I think, for sure, for both. But so, uh, yeah. uh, so you need to read Fables. I need to read Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. Yep. That will be good. And I need to read more Batman stories. I yeah. haven't read The Long oh. Halloween yet. Oh, it's the best. Okay, cool. The best. Okay. <laughs> cool. So uh, we are a podcast that basically just talks all things nostalgic, pretty much mostly TVs and movies from our... Uh, younger days, but since we are here at Long Beach Comic Con, uh, who are we talking to today other than Tom Servo? Other than Tom Servo, my name is Danny. Danny, nice to meet you. Uh, we are asking people who is their favorite comic book hero and their comic book villain and why. Uh, I know, putting on the spot, there's a lot of options out there. Comic book hero, I gotta go independent. I like Lady Mechanica. She's new though. Very, very new, past few years. Okay. I'm gonna have to write that one down because I don't yeah. know that one. <laughs> And then villain, who you got? Villain, oh gosh. 
That's tough. Yeah. I mean, that that could go from any, anything from, you know, Magneto's is totally awesome. True. But, you know, Apocalypse. Apocalypse is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I'm reaching back in my childhood for those. Yes. Yeah. Good. That's that's what got, our podcast yeah. is about, though. Right. Yeah, I'll go with Magneto <laughs> and Apocalypse. Nice. Cool. All right, good choices. So you're an X-Men guy, mostly, it seems. Yeah, I have, it's, when I was a kid, definitely big into them, you know. And the, and the nostalgia thing, of yeah. course. That's coming back. That's so. good. You can't get more nostalgic than N. Savinor. He's the first you know, exactly. mutant of all time anyway, so it makes sense. <laughs> definitely. Right. Most definitely. Okay. Since, since we're at a Comic-Con, uh, okay. first of all, wh- who are we talking to? My name is Andrew. Okay. Uh, and yours? Uh, I'm John. Nice to meet you. <laughs> um, what is your favorite comic book hero and villain? Of course, for villain, you know, Apocalypse, Thanos, one of the greatest. Yep, that's good. Galactus, pretty damn awesome. Yeah. As a hero, Flash is pretty dope. Okay. Flash is awesome. Yeah, Flash I like is cool. Flash. Cool. We'll I can like go with Flash. Flash. I'm going to go with Flash. All right. Give what about you? I like Superman, of course. Superman? Always. Okay, cool. Classic and, one. And uh, learning about Thanos, I think he's pretty badass. Cool. So it doesn't get any worse than him. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Appreciate you. So we're just, uh, we're just asking people, you know, uh, first of all, who are we talking to? Uh, my name is Michael Colbert. Cool. And what is your favorite comic book hero and villain? Uh, my favorite hero is definitely Wolverine. Nice. Yes. He is very high on my list. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he's high on most people's yes. lists. Yeah. Just the perfect, like, you know, badass. And no matter what happens, he just keeps coming. Yeah. And that's what was always inspiring as a kid, definitely. And a very complex backstory. You know, he's a, he can be... You know, it's tragic almost. Yeah, and he was one of the first characters that had that like mysterious backstory where they didn't dole out all the information right yes. away. You know, yeah. you were wondering, so it was able people could fill in those blanks and yeah, it was fun. Made for him. What about a villain? Villain? Um, it's all over the place, but you know what? Lex Luthor. It's classic villain. And here's what it is: it, it, especially in the last several years, in most of the mediums I've seen Lex Luthor in. It always seems like he, he's having the most fun. It always seems like he's... That's a great answer. He, he's enjoying himself. I mean, yeah. he loves being a bad guy. Yeah. He, he loves being the smartest person in the room. Yes. He usually is. Right. And, yeah, he just knows it, and he's just... Yeah, he enjoys well, it. And that's, what I like about him is, is Superman is so powerful, and to put him up against the most powerful being, yeah, you've got to do something to put him on equal ground and... To make him, make him as smart as he is, makes for a very interesting character. Most definitely, yeah, because he has to survive by switch. I mean, also Superman. If Superman ever decided to just take out Lex Luthor, I don't think there's very much that would stop him. Right. But Lex probably has some sort of secret tricks up his sleeve that no one's ever seen yep. just yet. Cool. Awesome. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you very much. Have a good podcast. Uh, I'm a huge Firestorm fan. Uh, okay. Uh, I just always loved the duality of the character. Uh, I recognized him as a kid. I recognized him on Super Friends, and Firestorm was one of the first comic books I bought on my own nice. because I recognized him from Super Friends. Uh, huge Green Lantern fan, yeah. uh, especially when uh, Denny O'Neill and Neil Adams had the run, and then again when jo- Jeff Johns took over. Yeah, John, I know. I've read uh, multiple of the Johns. As far ones. as, uh, and then uh, The Rocketeer, but I became oh. a fan of the comic after the movie yeah yeah that's probably the same with us like the movie really stuck us into, into Rocketeer for sure and then villain wise I am a uh, Mad Hatter fan oh, okay 
he gets nice. no love. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. But um, yeah, he's. Been, I, I like the way that uh, Jeff Loeb uh, wrote uh, Mad Hatter. He did yes. a fantastic job with him. Uh, and I love the the Tim Sale. Yeah. Uh, the, the art uh, that he did on Long that. Long Halloween and, yes. and Dark Victory. Yeah, exactly. For me, it has to be Captain America. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you got the Gotta rep it. Gotta rep it. So, but which, which version do you like? Do you like Steve Rogers? Do you like the John Bradley? Do you like Sam, like Wilson? Sam Wilson? Sam Wilson. All right. That's what I'm going for right now. All right, I like it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, villain, villain. Who's your favorite villain? Joker. Joker. That's a good call. Okay. Okay. Uh, for me, I, I love Venom. Venom's yeah, one. Venom's awesome. Yeah. Um, who else would be kind of good? Magneto. He's somewhat, he's somewhat cool. Somewhat cool. Somewhat, somewhat cool, cool is not a top. <laughs> that doesn't make me feel like, like he's your favorite. He's somewhat. Because I'm like, on a villain scale, he's like a seven. I yeah, okay. So, but he's still. Other than that, I, I don't even know. There's so many options, man. Yeah, no. All right. Well, thanks, thanks for letting us uh, chat with you and bug you. No, it's all good. And uh, who's your favorite hero? Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. Why? Why is. Because he stuck with the crappy end of a deal yeah, sure. he thought was a good deal. Mephisto really screwed him on that one. Yeah, I think everyone could relate to that a little bit after job. Okay. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Uh, who's your favorite villain of all time? Scarecrow. Scarecrow. Okay, so you like Batman. Yeah, I haven't had that one yet, but he's good. Batman Scarecrow. Yeah, Batman Scarecrow. Yeah. Exactly. Not Ghost Rider Scarecrow. No, okay. <laughs> Nice. Abram, a.k.a. Abram. the comic book realtor. Hey, let me know who is your favorite comic book hero, your favorite comic book villain, and then why for both. All right, well, for me, for hero, it's a toss-up between Green Arrow and Hawkeye. I like uh, archer characters. <laughs> I can tell. Um, but I think because the fact that they don't have any superpowers, they're just all human, all skill, means a lot. But for Ollie, I like that he screws up so much, he has... A, bunch of he's the billionaire i mean he even yeah. can give batman a run for his money but i mean like in terms of not skill set i mean more like he's a smart ass yes very much so but also like you know uh, for hawkeye because I, I like fractions run i mean okay. i was i was a big hawkeye fan before fraction took over before civil war before house of m mm -hmm. you know back when he was like goliath um but i like it because you know like they're the i like human-based characters nothing nice. wrong with cap nothing wrong with like Iron Man and all that, but he's just a normal guy with a bow and arrow and he can still kick ass on both of them. Yeah. And I like Ollie's backstory more than Clint's, uh, but I like the romance angle with Clint as well. For villain, it's a toss-up between Doom and Red Skull. Okay. Doom and Red Skull. Yeah. Both great, both classic. Had some amazing storylines throughout the years. But what I like about both of them is they're like the villain archetype overall. You have like the calculating villain who he's doing horrible things but there is a validity behind his or her purpose like it makes sense but the way they're doing it is terrible yeah. i mean that's why i like ross and mr freeze mm -hmm. um for dc yeah but for red skull he's like the monster he's like he doesn't care he'll destroy <laughs> a whole country to kill captain <laughs> america and i like how marvel's like those are like two of like the overall four main ones i think the fourth one is like venom and yeah uh, magneto yeah but, great calls yeah, like yeah that's if they were gonna cast, you know, Green Arrow, not not in the Berlanti verse, but if they were gonna have a new movie so start film to star Green Arrow, DC who would you do? Universe? DC, yeah, DC. Who, yeah, who would you have him in the DCEU? Well, 
one of the things I noticed, like a lot of people are saying, was it Charlie Monham? Like the he's like on the Sons of Anarchy. He was like the main character. Oh yeah, yeah, Charlie uh, Tana. Uh, I know exactly, exactly what you're talking like about. Like Pacific Rim. Like he's yeah. in the first Pacific Rim. Charlie Hunnam. Charlie Hunnam. I think he'd be a good choice, but outside of that, it has to be an unknown for me because all the other people, I'm like, I, yeah. I can't think of anyone for him for Green because all the, I mean, nothing against Stephen Amell. He does a great job. And but I just can't see him carry a movie. Yeah, you know that's why. Like I'm not. I wasn't against Ezra Miller being cast as a Flash. I like yeah. Grant Gustin, but for me, like it has to be an unknown actor. I just can't okay. think of one right now. That's but, totally valid. I, I like your call that uh, Charlie Hunnam. Charlie Hunnam definitely has the look, but I don't know if yeah he would be the perfect Ollie. Yeah, I would have gone with Army Hammer, but he's more like a lot of people, again like he's more Green Lantern. Yeah, like I would see the I chemistry. Think Hal Jordan. Hal Jordan, but also the chemistry he has with um, Henry Cavill, because I saw The Man from Uncle, and I like okay. that film a lot. Yeah. Despite what some people think, Henry Cavill can play James Bond. If it's yeah. not, if it's not him, it's either Zalbo. Okay. Um, but for Ollie, I don't know. Like my bigger question is more like, what version of Ollie can they do? Yeah. Because again, going back to the casting of the actor, let's say yeah, that the actor can play a great version of Green Arrow, but particularly which version? Are you gonna go? Because with the DCU extended universe, they're gonna have to do like the micro version. They can't do like the that even Denny O'Neill. They can't do that. They, they they have to do like anything 1970s and now. Yeah, absolutely. That's the problem. Like, yeah. you have to. My favorite comic book hero is Spider-Man because we have the same name. Oh. My, my nice. Favorite, you're Peter. Yeah. Nice. Nice to meet you, Peter. Uh, villain is let's see. Venom, yeah. Venom, Venom, oh, he's cool. Venom, because he's Are you excited like, about the movie? Yeah, I really want to see it. It's nice. really cool. I um, don't really have favorites, okay. but if um, if I had one, I would say it's the Joker. Oh, Joker's a good choice. Yeah. He's one of my favorites, too. He's he's, he's brutal. <laughs> he's a mean man. If I, if I had a favorite comic book hero, I would say Superman. Superman's good. Superman. He's, you can't beat him. <laughs> he's so powerful, yeah. I like that. Cammy, thank you very much for chatting with me today. Who is your favorite comic book hero and why? And who's your favorite comic book villain and why? Oh, gosh, that's hard. Tough uh, question. There's a lot of choices. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I always loved Spider-Man. I, Classic. I mean, I'm, I'm old enough to remember them when they first came out. Okay. Um, and so I love Spider-Man. Um, I, you know, and I also love, now that I read them again, they were pretty dopey, the old Legion of Superheroes. Comics. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely know. picture them as dopey, but I'm, I'm a little yeah. bit younger. Well, when, when we were reading them when they first came out, yeah. and and part of it is they were teenagers, so mm -hmm. that was, you know, you could relate to them kind of. But now reading them in the compilation where you're reading story after story and it's all the same story every month. Yeah. It's like, why did we like this? <laughs> but, but you know, those were Spider-Man and, and Legion were my two of my favorites when nice. I was first reading comics. Fantastic. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate you talking okay. to me. 
please join us next time for an all DC comic book episode. We review the 1989 Tim Burton film Batman, the early 90s TV show Swamp Thing, and do a casting of the DC superhero team Dark Justice League, all with a special guest, Johnny DC, of the Dynamic Duel podcast. If you have any suggestions for movies or TV shows from your childhood, you can reach us at blastfromourpast at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at at blastpastcast. So until next time, I'm John. And I'm Adam. And thanks for joining us. See you next time.